Chapter 16 of Down in Water Street by Samuel Hadley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 John M. Wood, the Drunken Sailor. John M. Wood was one of the brightest men ever converted in the Macaulay Water Street Mission. He was born in Kentucky, September 13, 1847. He came into Water Street October 20, 1890. Four months previous to this, he had been discharged from the United States Navy for drunkenness and chronic alcoholism after he had been in the service 13 years. He had been paid off with about $400 and came over to New York and entered upon a wild debauch on the Bowery and Chatham Square. After his money was gone, he began to have delirium tremens and finally imagined he heard a voice saying to him, Now, John, you're no good. You never will be any good. So go to the river and drown yourself. This man had been around the world several times and stopped at every port where a vessel could anchor and had been drunk at almost every seaport on the globe. He decided to follow the advice of this voice, and as he started for the river, he felt as if a hand was pressing and pushing him along. When he came to the corner of Water and Roosevelt Streets, he stopped. Why did he stop? Because he heard sweet music coming from the old Macaulay Mission. He again bent his ears to catch the sound. There is a fountain filled with blood. Ah, his dear old mother used to sing that in his happy childhood days. He looked around at the saloons on the corners, and turning suddenly, his eyes caught the bright, glowing letters on our transparency. He came in and took the back seat, came forward when the invitation was given, gave his heart to God, and never touched a drop from that day to the end of his life. We took care of him for a little while, but he soon found work. His longing desire was to go to the Navy Yard and tell his shipmates of his newfound liberty and peace in Christ. He finally received permission of the captain of the warship Chicago to hold services on board one Sunday afternoon, and the writer, with eight or ten of our converts, went with him. Unknown to Brother Wood, on that ship were some of the officers of the American Seamen's Friend Society who heard him tell how Jesus had rescued him from the depths of sin and made him a new man. When he asked all who wanted to lead a better life to stand up, nearly 200 of the crew stood up and asked him to pray for them. These gentlemen decided that he was the man who ought to be made chaplain of the Navy Yard. The Reverend Dr. W.C. Stitt conferred with the writer, and after making some inquiries, extended a call to Brother Wood, and I believe he was the first unordained chaplain of the Navy Yard. On the occasion of his third anniversary, he married a young lady who was a sweet singer, one who had assisted him quite frequently in the Navy Yard. One of the strongest features of Brother Wood's character was his growth in grace. He loved much because he was forgiven much. His love for drunken sailors was boundless. The texts and hymns which magnify the cleansing blood were constantly used in his services, and in his addresses to seamen he would tell, with tears streaming down his face, how Christ had saved him and would save them. Scores at a time would respond to his appeal and testify to its wonderful power. He succeeded in starting a Christian Endeavor Society on every one of the six vessels of the famous White Squadron. Brother Wood died suddenly of hemorrhage of the lungs at his home in Brooklyn, May 25, 1898, breathing his last in the arms of his faithful wife. His funeral was held in the Central Baptist Church of Brooklyn. His pastor, the Reverend A.B. Sears, preached the sermon, and the sweet singer F.H. Jacobs and Dr. Stitt were present with the writer. The coffin, draped in the United States Navy flag, was borne to the church by six sailors, 
followed by a detachment of men from the navy yard and many mourning friends jesus the name high over all in hill or earth and sky angels and men before it fall and devils fear and fly end of chapter 16